0: welcome to central baptist church's sermon podcast this program features the preaching and teaching of corey ramirez the pastor of central baptist church of little rock arkansas in god's word you will find the encouragement needed for today and now here's pastor ramirez this morning let's get started uh... matthew chapter fourteen uh... we've read the text there and the title of this message is faith amidst the storm uh, faith amidst the storm. Uh, this is, uh, faith is one of those things that, you know, I, I think I have strong faith until I realize I don't. I don't know about you, but there are times where I think I'm, I think I, my faith is strong. And then the next thing you know, I'm sitting there and I'm worrying over something or I'm fretting over something. Or uh, I'm just, you know, just concerned. And I realize, wow, my faith my faith's lacking. My faith's weak. And so this morning, I hope to encourage you with your faith. I uh, hope to encourage you uh, with your trust in the Lord. And I, this, I hope, will just speak to your heart here today. That, that's my prayer as a pastor, that this will encourage you uh, as you go through life, as you go through your, your your daily life and the decisions you might have to make or, or or really just living by faith, living by faith. And that's the goal here this morning. I want you to see... How important it is to live by faith And how we can live by faith And when you live by faith you can have victory uh, In your life And that's what we're going to talk about this morning Faith amidst the storm I have uh, t- three uh, thoughts I'm going to share with you We're going to look at the vision of faith here That these uh, apostles have But basically Peter's the, the one we're going to focus on The vision of faith And then we're going to talk about the venture of faith uh, Someone put it this way once If faith doesn't lead you to go forward Then it's not faith uh, faith will lead you to go forward with Christ it will lead you out and there are times where it's difficult to go forward uh, maybe you have a decision maybe you uh, God's been putting something on your heart and you've just been holding something back for some reason and it might be Due to to a lack of faith. Uh, Well, by faith we can venture out and trust in the Lord. And then the third one is we're going to talk about the victory of faith that we find here in this passage. So let's start with the vision of faith from Matthew chapter 14. Uh, I want to draw your attention here. Uh, Notice it says here in the verse 24, it says, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind uh, was contrary. So let's talk here about the vision of faith. i got just two thoughts. First, I want to talk about the severity of the storm. The severity of the storm. Bible says that the apostles here, uh, the disciples, they went across the Sea of Galilee without Christ. He remained back. He sent them forward. They went forward without Him. And here they are in the middle of the sea. Now, this storm is probably a windstorm, is what most believe. Uh, we do know on the Sea of Galilee, even today, uh, they have these caves along the the shores there and the winds can pick up and basically, you don't even see it coming. Next thing you know, you're in the middle of a storm, a windstorm, sitting out in the middle of the ocean or in the middle of the sea, excuse me, and and your life can be threatened. So they can come up suddenly, and that's what it's believed this was. A, a sudden storm came upon these men as they're out in, in the midst of the sea, and, and the Bible tells us here the result was was fear. Basically, they, they were afraid. It says here we've read there, and the, the wind was contrary. In the fourth watch of the night, it says Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea, uh, and when the di- disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. Uh, so So we know they're in the middle of this storm, they're in the middle of this trial, and and here they see him walking on the sea. So here's a few thoughts here to start with. First, the result of fear, how to deal with fear. What do you think they feared? First things that come to my mind is destruction. Probably death. That's what I would fear if I was out there. Now, I'm not a big water person anyway. Uh, some may be. Uh, I have friends who are like fish. I mean, they hop out in the water, no big deal. That's not me. So if I got out there and any boat starts to rock, I start getting a little bit weary. But if I was in the middle of something like this, I would really be afraid. Uh, and we find here there was some fear. Now, here's the thought I want to share with you on this the fear is what weakened their faith. It wasn't the storm, it was the fear that 's what weakened their faith. they became afraid, and that 's what will weaken our faith today as well it 's the fear now we live in a world of, of all sorts of changes, maybe some chaos sometimes. Uh, you, where you go to work, you may have to deal with things, uh, and there's some fears perhaps in your life that if you 're not careful, that fear can cause you to to worry or be concerned. And that's where faith has to kick in. That's where we have to trust in the Lord. And so they became afraid. And they, the, the, of course the storm is what brought this about. But it was the lack of faith in their heart that led them to fear. You know, uh, as far as a thought here, they had to trust God in the moment. And that's easier said than done. It's easier preached than it is practiced. Trusting God in the moment. Someone put it this way once, and I I find it kind of interesting. Someone said, for some reason, faith is easier when you look at it from a distance than when it's right upon us. And and the thought there is, you know, it's easier to have faith that Christ has saved us eternally. I don't know about you, but I didn't wake wake up this morning, and I usually don't, thinking, wow, I wonder if my eternity is secure. Once we trust Christ as our Savior, for the most part, we we believe He's going to take care of that. We struggle with the day-to-day problems. We struggle with maybe something that happens at work, or something that may threaten our livelihood. Or we struggle with decisions. We struggle with those areas, those that are right upon us, living in the moment. And that's what happened to these men too. That was their concern: was this storm right here, uh, right a problem, right upon them? So uh, maybe this morning you're going through a storm. Uh, you know, we we'll call them storms. You know, I don't know about you, but life is like this. You can have. One good day and the next thing you know, something comes into your life that you didn't choose, you didn't pick, you just got to deal with. And we call them trials, we can call them troubles, we can call them storms. Maybe here this morning you're dealing with something like that. You're dealing with something in your life that you just got to get through. Well, I want to encourage you, don't give up, okay? Don't quit. Uh, We're going to see in this message why. It's because of Jesus Christ. And that's the next thought here. The serenity of the Savior. Now, this is where I really want to get into this message this morning. And this is where I hope I can encourage you. Notice the serenity of the Savior. Know what the Bible tells us. Let's get to our text here in Matthew chapter 14. And it says here in verse 25, In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. Now, let's get a picture of this. Here he is in the midst of this storm, middle of the night, and he's walking on the sea walking on the sea. What did they see? They see Christ walking on the water. Now that alone is just amazing. But he's doing that in the middle of a storm and he's out there walking. Here's the thought I have. You know, he wasn't running. He wasn't running. That tells us something. You know, when you are afraid, you run. Or you do something you're not supposed to, you run. I had two brothers and we ran a lot. Uh, usually wasn't fear. usually because we didn't want to get caught or something. But he wasn't running. He was walking. Here's four things to take note. One, that tells us he wasn't afraid. They were afraid. But Jesus wasn't afraid. He wasn't scared because of the storm. It didn't bother him. He wasn't afraid because of their trial. The second thing, he wasn't awed. Have you ever had something come in your life that just... Almost, She's like, wow, how can I get through this? We almost get in awe of the difficulty of the mountain we have to climb. Jesus wasn't in awe of this storm. It didn't impress him. Uh, To him, it was no big deal. He's just walking in it. The third one, he wasn't agitated. Have you ever been agitated by something? Uh, When I think of getting agitated, I think of something that I can't get out of my mind. I just keep thinking on it, thinking on it, thinking on it, and it bothers me. He wasn't agitated by this. He's walking. He's he's fine. He's okay. And here's the fourth one. He wasn't alarmed. He wasn't alarmed. In other words, this didn't surprise Jesus Christ. Now, there are a lot of things in life that will surprise us because we don't know the future. But nothing surprises God. Nothing surprises the Lord. He's aware of what's going on in your life this morning. He's aware of what's going to happen tomorrow. He's aware of these things. And so when he's walking in the storm, uh, he's not alarmed by what's happening. Uh, Actually, we get a picture of a calm Savior, a peaceful Savior, walking in the midst of the storm. And that's the words he encouraged them with. Notice he says here, be of good cheer. He said, be not afraid. Be not afraid. Be of good cheer. In other words, he says, have peace in your hearts. Remove the fear because everything's going to be fine. This morning, um, maybe you need this today. Maybe there's someone here who needs this right here. I don't know. Maybe you need this. Maybe you just need a reminder that Jesus Christ is with you right now. He hasn't forsaken you. Maybe you need to, to, to just recall that He hasn't forsaken you. And He hasn't forgotten you, okay? Others can forget you. But Christ hasn't forgotten you. He knows where you are. He knows what you're going through. And I think if he could speak audibly to you this morning, he'd probably say the same thing to you. Be of good cheer. Have peace. Don't be afraid. It's going to be okay. And so that's kind of the message we can pick up here. Uh, God wants us to trust in him. Have faith in him. And that's the the, the vision they saw that they, they were given. Now, this is the second point. This is where it leads to next. The venture of faith. Notice we have Peter here. Uh, and it says here in verse 28 and Peter answered him and said Lord if it be thou bid me come unto thee on the water I can tell you this Peter's a lot more a lot more bold than I would have been and obviously any of the others maybe some of you are here or like Peters you're the kind that says yeah I'll I'll go well that's what he was he said Lord if it be you bid me come on the water so I want to talk about the venture of faith notice this action First, the action due to faith or because of faith. Peter's about to step out of the boat and walk on water. And it wasn't a foolish endeavor, okay? It wasn't like Peter sitting there one day and looking at his fellow apostles and said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to try walking on water and just stepping out of the boat and walking. That wasn't the case. He wasn't tempting the Lord and he wasn't testing the Lord. That's why he was given permission. There was no tempting or testing here. I think what we find here is Peter saw Christ... He says, I want to be with you. And I want to be like you. Will you permit me to walk unto you? And Jesus says, come on. That's the venture of faith. Now, I don't know about you, but that would take a lot of faith to step out of that boat in the midst of a storm. Uh, you know, uh, the more I think about it, the more I realize how much faith he, he had to have had. Even seeing Jesus there, he had to have faith to walk on water. But that's the venture of faith. That's what, if we have faith and we trust God... That's going to lead to our action. We're going to live by faith. Here's the challenge I want to give you this morning. If we could just get a glimpse in our life, just get a view of Jesus Christ, a picture of Him, man, what could we do? What more could we do? And let me give you a few thoughts on this. I'm not saying seeing Him physically in front of us, but spiritually. You know, uh, You know, you close your eyes for a moment. Just think about this. Let me give you a few pictures of Christ. How about a picture of Christ here on the storm, walking on the water? Get a picture of that. Any storm you face, guess what? He's there. Now, it might not be out on water, but whatever it is, He's with you. And He says, be of good cheer. It's all going to be okay. You just trust in Me. We'll work this out. I'll work it out. And here's another picture. How about a picture of Jesus on the cross? That's a good picture that we should really get in our minds. A picture of Him hanging there on the cross. And why He was there. To pay the price for sin. Pay the price for sin so that we could be saved. You're here this morning and you're not sure what salvation is. Salvation is... Uh, really it's uh, accepting Christ as your Savior, being saved from sin. That's what salvation is. The Bible says we've all sinned against God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The book of Romans says that. And once we understand that, then the Bible says we need to be saved. You say, well, why do I need to be saved? Well, the Bible teaches until your sin is forgiven or accounted for that you are separated from God the Father. That's why Jesus was sent. So that way we could be saved. And, and salvation is simple. It's the understanding of your your sinner... You need to be saved and that Jesus Christ has died on the cross for your sin. In other words, you repent of your sin, understand it, and you believe on Christ. You receive Him into your heart and you shall be saved. And, and that's what the Bible teaches concerning salvation. But get a picture of Christ up there. That's why He died, so we can be saved. And if you're here this morning and you're saved, praise God every day for your salvation. And remember that picture on the cross. You know why? He died for your sin. Praise God that He paid the price. Here's, a, here's another picture. How about a picture of that empty grave? He arose. You know that tells us? That tells us he's the Son of God. You know, in our study on John, the Bible says he, yeah, he did miracles. Those miracles were evidence that he came from God. When they asked for a sign, you know what he told them? He said, Wait till I arise. You want a sign? When I come out of that grave and I'm not there, that's the sign that I'm the Son of God. And so we serve a risen Savior. And He's with God the Father in heaven today. And that's a picture we can hold on to. I'll give you one more. How about the return of Christ? The Bible says He's going to return. A second coming. He's going to return as King of kings. Lord of lords. And that's encouraging. You think of those things. We get a good picture of Christ that will help us as we go forward. So uh, here this morning... Uh, As far as the venture of faith, this is what led Peter out. He got a picture of Christ on the water. He saw him. He said, I want to be with you and I want to be like you. And I'm going to go forward. Maybe this this morning there's uh, someone here uh, that you just need to venture out by faith. Venture out by faith. Maybe God's been working in your heart in some area in your life. And you've been either holding back or you're not certain or you're unsure of something. And you got to the point where this morning you realize, you know what, I just need to trust God with this. I just need to set it aside. I need to trust the Lord, and I need to go by faith. And I need to trust He's going to take care of me. Because He's leading me. He's going to take care of me, and I just want to be with Him. And if I'm with Him, everything's going to be fine. And He's going to work it out. Now, that's what we find here. Peter ventured out by faith. You're a student here this morning. Maybe you need to venture out by faith and study. Do your best and God will take care of the rest. Maybe at work there's something going on that you just got to trust God with it. You can't fix it. You can't take care of it. Or you can only do what you can and you got to let the Lord take care of the rest. You just got to go by faith. You see what faith does? Faith gets us going forward. Keeps us going forward. Instead of sitting back living in fear. And God wants us to go forward. He wants us to walk with Him. So we need to trust the Lord to take care of those things. Here's the next one. How about the authority of faith? What I mean by this is notice... Here, Peter is doing what we would call living by faith. Hebrews 11. I'm going to turn over to Hebrews chapter 10. Let me show you something here. Because I want to show you two verses in Hebrews 10 and 11. If you're taking notes, I'm going to look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 first. And then I'm going to go into Hebrews chapter 11. But let me say a few thoughts on this first. Hebrews 11 is what's known as the chapter of faith. You want to be encouraged? You want to be challenged? Read that chapter. You'll find example after example of people who put their trust in God. And you know what? These weren't perfect people. These were people who just looked to the Lord. And the Lord blessed them. And so, to begin that, in verse 38 of chapter 10, it says, "...the just shall live by faith." The just shall live by faith. "...and if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe." To the saving of the soul. But notice that the just shall live by faith. So it's. Yeah we're saved by grace through faith. But you know we're also to live by faith. And then let me give you one more. In the next chapter of Hebrews 11. Verse 6 says. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we have to live by faith. If we're going to please God. Okay. So that's. What I want to come back to—the authority that faith needs to have in our life. Notice here, Peter—he's now living by faith. This—this this isn't by sight anymore. This is by faith. Uh, he never walked on water in his life. This is new, and this is faith. And so he's now living by faith. And, and here's what faith did for Peter, and maybe what faith can do for you. You know what faith did? Faith took him out of the boat. It got him going. You know, at some point in our life, we've got to get going in some areas. I, I know as a pastor, there are times where, uh, you know, I, I look back in my life and I say, you know, man, I just wasn't going the right direction. Not that I was in sin, but I needed God to get me going that direction. And God did. But I had to go by faith. Peter had to step out of that boat. That's what faith did. It got him going. And then secondly, he had to put the, f- well, the first foot on the water. I don't know about you. I'd have been more timid, I'm sure. He was probably more bold. But that first foot had to go on the water. I don't know if he felt like solid ground when he stepped on it. But faith. Then he had to, you know, put that second foot out. That's really faith when you think about it. He's completely out of the boat. And then the Bible tells us he walked. How far did he go? He went far enough that when he began to sink, he couldn't get back to the boat. So he walked out there a ways. Walked on water. By faith, You see, faith took him out there. And there he goes walking on the water. And that's what we find here with Peter. Faith directed his steps as he walked. And he lived by faith. Now this morning, uh, you may not have to walk on water. You know, God hasn't called us to do that necessarily. But you know, there may be something in your life where you need this faith. Where you just say, you know, I need to venture out by faith. I need to trust God with this. I have been just holding on to this in my heart. I have been worrying about this. I just need to give it to God. And I need to go forward. Or maybe you're starting something new that God's put upon your heart. And you say, you know what, I've got to just trust God. He's going to guide my steps in this. He's going to direct me. And I need to go by faith. And when you live by faith, here's what you're doing. You're just placing your trust in God. You're trusting Him with your life. You're trusting Him with your decisions. You're trusting Him with your direction and your plans and your purpose. Even though everything around you might say, no, you can't. Think of Peter here. We don't read of any of the other disciples discouraging him. But you know, there was a lot around him, I'm sure, that did. As far as the storm discouraged him. Just the fact he was going to walk on water, that's, not, that's unnatural. So that, that obviously had to discourage him a little bit. He put those aside. I'm going to go by faith and trust the Lord. You know, there may be times where others around you may say, no, you can't, or no, you should not. Well, obviously, we're not talking about sin. We're talking about walking with God. If you're walking with God, you go forward. You live by faith. You trust Him. And God will take care of the rest. See, by faith, read your Bible and believe. By faith, I want to encourage you this morning to pray. Pray by faith. That's what prayer is. It's an act of faith. We're trusting God will hear. We're trusting God will answer. How many of you have burdens this morning on your heart? Maybe you've got someone in your heart that you're just burdened for. Or maybe there's some areas in your life that you have burdens for. Take those to God. And then wait on Him. He may give you the answer today. He may not give you the answer until next week. I don't know when He'll answer. But just continue talking to Him. And waiting on Him to provide. You see, we pray by faith. We also witness to others by faith. We share the gospel by faith. You know, everyone that you witness to or you invite to church, guess what God can work in that. Uh, You know, I don't know about you, but I did not accept Jesus Christ as my Savior the very first time I heard the gospel. To tell you the truth, I don't know how many times I heard the gospel. I heard it in a teaching Sunday school class. I heard it from pastors who preached. Uh, And then eventually the Lord worked in my heart. I guess maybe I was just hard-hearted. I don't know. I was stubborn. I heard it several times. And you know, I thank the Lord every single day that He didn't say, well, you heard it once. That's enough. No, the seed was planted and it grew. And eventually, I understood and I repented. So when you share the gospel with somebody and they don't accept Christ right then and there, don't be discouraged. You may just be planting that seed. Or if someone is already planting the seed, you're just encouraging them. And it may take a little time. For God to work in their heart. But you just be faithful. And you go by faith. Trusting God will bless your efforts. And that he'll bless your witnessing for him. And so we find that it's by faith we're to venture out. And by faith we're to go. So B- Peter ventured out by faith. And the question I have for you here this morning is how about you? How about you this morning? Are you willing to go by faith? Are you willing to venture out and trust God. Here's the last thought for you today, and that's the victory of faith we find here. The victory of faith. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 14, and let's look here in verse 29. He says, Come, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Now, chances are he, he said it a lot louder than I just did. All right. I imagine it was a scream, Lord save me. And what we find is Jesus Christ immediately was there. I've often wondered how far away Christ was too. Uh, far enough for him to say help. And the Lord saved him as he's going down. But here's the, the victory of faith. First, notice the moment of danger. Okay, The moment of danger. Peter stepped out by faith and he ran into some trouble. Okay, when we live by faith, it doesn't mean we're not going to have any difficulties, or it doesn't mean we're not going to be tested. Uh, We might find, guess what, the difficulties are there, and the tests are there. They're going to be challenging our faith, and we've got to hold on to that faith. So he stepped out on the water, uh, and he walked. And according to some of the other accounts, the book of Mark gets a little more detailed, and and we find that he noticed the storm around him. Uh, You know, have you ever... I'm not too bad with heights, as long as it's not too high up. But you know, uh, that doesn't make sense, I guess. I don't know. I'm good with this. Have you ever had someone say, don't look down? And what do you do? You look down? At least that's what the reaction is. Well, when Peter got on that water, I wonder if maybe he, after he walked away, do you think maybe he just stopped and said, what am I doing out here? And the wind's still going, the storm's still raging. And he began to look around. There was a moment of danger now. And what we find is he began to sink. Here's what happened. He took his eyes off Christ. He took his eyes off Christ. And that fear came in. And faith began to weaken. And so the faith that he had that was strong, that took him out of the boat, is now struggling because of things around him. Now this morning, here's the practical for you. There's going to be a lot of things around you that Can cause you to fear today a lot of things and, you know, and as we get older, uh, our fears change you know when we 're kids, we may have been a, afraid of you know the, something under the bed or something we 're not sure is there as we get older, fears may change the fear may turn into well how am I going to take care of my family or what about my job or what about this but there 's still fears, and we can become afraid we 've got to have faith, and there are a lot of things around you that it, I think if we focus on what's around us, we're going to be afraid. We're going to be afraid. You know, I I, uh, I gotta be careful how much news I watch because I just get discouraged sometimes watching the news. I watch the news, I think, wow, I gotta turn this channel. I gotta watch something else because I'm just getting discouraged of what's going on in this world sometimes. And so we just gotta understand that if we if we're not careful, we focus on something, we can lose faith, we can become discouraged. Now. We're not losing salvation. The Bible teaches that God will keep you. We're just losing what we call faith to live by, strength. So we must keep our eyes on Christ. Best way to keep your eyes on the Lord? Let me give you a few ways. One, talk to Him. Pray to God. Continue talking to the Lord every day. You know, the the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. They, They saw how powerful prayer was. You know, prayer is powerful. Talk to God every morning. Talk to God throughout your day. Just talk to the Lord. Also, read the Bible. Let God talk to you in His Word. Those are the two best ways to to keep your eyes on God and keep talking with Him and keep looking towards the Lord. And so, what we find is He He took His eyes off. He began to sink, got Himself in trouble. And so, what ended up happening is He just He got discouraged. He gotten Himself into a situation where He needed help, and that's what He called for. And that's the miracle of deliverance. Notice what took place next. He says here, when G, He says He, uh, in verse um, thirty one, and immediately Jesus stretched forth His hand and caught Him and said unto Him, "O thou little faith, wherefore." Didst thou doubt? He says, You're good, Peter. Why'd you start doubting? You were fine. Well, that's what took place. He began to look at things around him. But you notice Jesus was there for him. And that's the that's what I want to share with you here this morning. Jesus is there for you, too. He's there for you as well. You know, Peter had victory on that day. Let me give you a few thoughts on his victory. First, because I've read some. I've read some We'll talk more about his failure than about the victory. But let me share with you. I think this was a victorious day for Peter. And the reason why, first off, uh, he walked on water. Has anyone else done that? Besides the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? No. He's the only one. You talk about a victory. So anytime someone say, well, he failed. I say, well, um, yeah, he did struggle with his faith. But uh, you know, how far have you walked on water? None of us has walked on water. You know, uh, I could tell you this if I would even just stand. If I I would, we'll just use Arkansas River out there. If I'd go out there and if I would stand, I don't know, ten seconds on water. Now, if you had your phones out like everyone usually does today, uh, it'd probably go viral. Even if I sunk after ten seconds, people would say, "Well, how do you do that?" That's just that's not that's unnatural. That's amazing. Peter walked on water. See, that's a victory he had by faith. And that's a victory he got that day. But also, here's the other victory. When his faith was weakened, he called for help and Christ was there. You see, Christ gave the other victory that day. So here's the, the, the two victories that you can have. One, you can go by faith. You can venture out by faith. And you should live by faith every single day. And who knows what God has planned for you. That's what's exciting about God. I, I don't know what God has planned for you tomorrow, but it may be something great. Something amazing that He's got planned, and you live by faith, He's going to bless you. Let's say you struggle in the middle of the day tomorrow. Let's say you have a moment of weakness. Let's say something hits you and you just struggle. Well, you know what you do then? You just call out for help. You just ask God to help you. You ask Him to strengthen your faith, and He will. And that's the other victory you can have. As you struggle, God can bless you. Because we're all going to be tempted, we're all going to have trials, we're all going to have troubles. But Christ is greater than those, and he can give us strength. So in closing here this morning, uh, faith, living by faith. Are you living by faith today? You've been listening to the preaching of Pastor Ramirez of Central Baptist Church of Little Rock, Arkansas. We hope today's message encouraged you. If you would like more information about Pastor Ramirez or Central Baptist Church, please visit our website, centralbaptistchurch.org. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to join us again for another message from God's Word.